Do you know that. I've never been to Cadillac Ranch? I've definitely You've been driven by, by it. Yeah, I've driven by a million times, but like I've never been. It's summertime. It is travel season and it is also kind of the time when i start thinking what it would be like to do an all-american road trip and i always think of things like the highways and the small towns that you would find on something like route 66 well let's go i've never driven route 66 and i'm not sure what it all is about well let's talk about it all right and then drive it and then drive it absolutely (laughs) all at once yeah why not i think i need to take it in sections Welcome to RV Small Talk, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people, places, and adventures that go along with them. We're your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Lindsay. I'm PJ. And I'm Clint. Thank you so much for joining us today. Once again, you can always find show notes for our podcast at rvsmalltalk.com. You can also find all of our past episodes, anything that we've done there. You can join us on Facebook at RV Small Talk Community and... You can also send your questions or comments to questions at rvsmalltalk.com. So hit us up, let us know what's on your mind. And now if we're going to talk about adventures today, like we announce every week, let's talk about adventures on Route 66. Very good. So I've never driven it. Where, what is Route 66? Well, we've all driven... We've heard the sort song. of pieces of it, but it's just a really long road that they sang a song about, right? Yes. Yeah, not exactly. What well, kind of? Well, no. Kind of. Well, they did sing a song about it. Okay. Well, did okay. you know that Route 66 <laughs> doesn't really exist anymore? I know. I read that and I was really sad. But let's go back to the beginning. Okay, Clint, you are our resident historian. Ooh. Tell <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm in danger. Get out the Googles. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> You're like, what? Okay. No, you're super professional. I thought we were going to like banter for a little bit before this, but okay. Oh, no, I don't no. Care. All right. Let's historialize. Okay, so way back in the day, which isn't all that far back there, there was no highway system. In the U.S. You talking like horses no, and yeah. stagecoaches? How I mean, long ago are we talking? We're Stone talking, Age? Uh, no, no. We're <laughs> dinosaurs? Late 1800s, early 1900s, there really was no nationwide highway system. You had a a national kind of trailway system. I'm not really right. sure what it was called, but it's basically dirt roads that state by state, county by t- county had developed. And then if you wanted to cross the country, you had to find these books that, that told you about these trailways and you would go by post markers that had ribbons or paint or something designating this blue trail is this name and is going this direction for how long like the chisholm trail or the old spanish trail they were all just areas that trails that you followed yeah most of them were like single track double track is uh two tracks yeah two tracks two two wheel side by side lanes buggies kind of thing horse drawn mule drawn trailer sort of roads no shoulder so, no so, median <laughs> no turn lane when we see like those old little house on the prairie movies where they have they're just trudging through this beautiful wheat field uh-huh. grassy field beautiful with their wagons and yes everything's blowing that wasn't really it there was a trail 
A lot of places because, you know, there were still small towns that were interconnected, small communities that were interconnected. So like to get from one place to another, mm-hmm. there's an obvious shorter distance. And if you do that long enough, it you make it a trail. Yeah. Let's call it muddy ruts. OK, so eventually <laughs> they needed Follow to make the yellow a highway. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. And part of the reason is now that we've that we've occupied the whole country and we wanted to have better control of it and better way to move goods and all that. Or one of the biggest pushes was the ability to maneuver our military assets. We didn't Mm. have a good way to move our military around to make sure that we could take care of our space. Okay. And so, so they made Route 66. Not necessarily. They started out with the dream of a pathway. They started with Route One, a dream, and they worked their way all the way to 66. And there's a whole lot of political stuff that kind of went into what the route would become. So, is it route? Why is it Route 66 versus Route? I don't know. Maybe because the song. It probably depends on what part of the nation you're. Yeah, I guess Route 66 is harder to sing. Route is like what route the, you're taking. Yeah, like the but path. we say route. Route is the actual oh, name of a route. I think it's. I think it's potato potato. Maybe it's how much it costs. I mean, in base Foss? <laughs> no. Okay. So, anyways, the first part of the dream of what would become <laughs> Route 66 uh, it started way back in 1857 with Lieutenant Edward, Edward Fitzgerald Beale. And it sounds so sophisticated. Yeah, with all the names back yeah. then did right. Edward Fitzgerald Beale. I mean, no, you, you knew Lieutenant it was, Lieutenant Edward Fitzgerald yeah. Beale. You knew it was going to become me. a thing. He would slap you if you had to say that without the lieutenant in the front of him. Well, it. what if I saluted really he fast? He would take off his glove and slap you. So he got orders from the War Department to build a government-funded wagon road. I mean, that's that's oh. what it was, and and it was off of the 35th parallel. And when was that? Way back in 1857. Now, it, is, it didn't that really... That before the Civil War. And so it didn't really Yikes. become formalized until many decades later. Um, let's see here. It looks like the numerical... And I'm, I'm truly just reading this off Wikipedia, folks. We don't mind. Listen up. Yeah. We don't mind. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's how we know it's true. No. <laughs> <laughs> I oh edited God, no. this link myself before That's I read so it. So dangerous. <laughs> so dangerous. The numerical designation 66 was assigned to the Chicago to Los Angeles route on April 30th of 1926. The better part of a full. So 1926, yeah. Route 66 was born mm-hmm. and it went from Chicago mm-hmm. to LA, mm-hmm. just like the song says. Yeah, and that's not. I've never heard it. Could more than two thousand <laughs> miles, all the way, which is accurate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know Route sixty six has shortened? Yes. Well, now they don't even know really how long it was because it's moved so many times. Right. Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So here, here's, <laughs> yeah. here's the deal. What they did is it took that long to really get things going. Plus, we had a civil war in there, and yeah, a lot happened. of development. Plus, really automobiles started to become a thing right in this time period but it was using roads that already existed most of them still dirt but they they chose a route there's a lot of politics involved with the states going no no it's got to pass through my state no no it's got to pass through this city so it would once it was established it would be a network of mostly established dirt pathways that led from town to town to town mm-hmm. and and the towns go. kind of sprung up on Route 66 because right. people boom. would travel because that's there. where people were going. As a boon to Business industry. 101. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So was so Route 66 wasn't like the first highway. No. Well, I I don't know that <laughs> it was the major migration west. Yeah. That, because okay. especially then if it became a, a highway officially in what 1926. So then we had the depression in the mm-hmm. early 30s, right? And everybody was looking for work so they could migrate west looking for more opportunity. Mm-hmm. And why heading west is always the idea of more opportunity, I don't know, maybe because it's more of a frontier than the east because it was established later. Mm-hmm. But um so it was a major highway used starting during the depression and it it just became Iconic. Yeah, I think the depression really had a big part in the the development of the lore of. Yes, yes, it makes sense. Yeah. So, and then um, you know, once there was a ton of highways uh, in the seventies when uh, kitschy fifties and motels and drive-ins and all those things mm-hmm. kind of weren't as fun. Which is really what Route 66 was known for, because there were so many cool things like that going through all the small towns. Yeah. People just wanted to to go faster, and they started bypassing these towns, Right, and they just wanted to get there. They didn't want to do these old things. It was yeah. the 70s. They wanted new things. You're literally describing the movie Cars. And that's just what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So in 1984, they yeah. said, no more Route 66, mm-hmm. because it was so bypassed by highways it pretty much didn't exist anymore and it turned boom towns into ghost towns very quickly yes and yes. and exa- to your and like, point what is luigi gonna do at the tire shop i mean he has a whole lot of stock of tires and no cars to put them on Ugh, so sad yeah. i know so that's a, that's a good point with the movie cars that little bitty sequence where they explain what happened to their town is actually a really good historical synopsis of what happened when these towns were bypassed and don't you think that's really what happened to a lot of small towns? I mean, mm-hmm. Texas is famous and maybe everywhere. I don't know for small towns that are just dying because if you the don't drive, yeah, else. if you don't drive past it, then it takes a lot of effort to research and then drive out right. of your way of where to go. I mean, and who wants to go there if nothing's open? So, right. and so in a lot of these little towns, the, the, the wonder wonderful part of these towns is that all these things were mom and pop shops and mm-hmm. they didn't have the ability to do a whole lot of advertising beyond right. their sign right. on the side of the road and there was no google yeah and so now let's say my pathway growing up between victoria texas and austin texas was through gonzalez and we always went straight through downtown all these small towns like gonzalez but now mm-hmm. there's there's the highway around it and you mm-hmm. have to take you have to take the, the business version the business highway yeah, business highway now i have to tell you um when i was researching and we will list these later the campsites uh-huh. or campgrounds that are really good to visit along route 66 i found that 90 percent of them are koas if you want to be on route 66 oh, yeah. really so i kind of crumpled up that list and threw it out the window so my list coming later on is most of them are about 20 miles off of route 66 because you found but i promise they're way more fun (laughs) and that's kind of the same thing it's like the only people that can afford to have a campground right on the highway 
is going to be like a KOA, which is perfectly fine sometimes. But But Route 66, if you're going to go relive Route 66, isn't the idea to do something that is culturally historic and, and, you know, representative of yesteryear or maybe just plain quirky? Yeah. Or maybe you're just trying to get somewhere and it doesn't matter. Well, then you want to go somewhere else because then you don't want to go to Route 66. Route 66. Yeah. <laughs> that is not okay. The thing. So it's not actually like functional as like a, a place from point A to point B anymore. There's way faster ways. It's really just a nostalgic thing at this point. Right. Yes. Am I understanding some of it, this right? And some of it is the highway because there isn't anything left, and then you can go off on on side roads. Sometimes it runs parallel to the highway. And it's just the old road. And sometimes it veers off and sometimes it doesn't exist. So you can kind of follow the path and maybe get a feel for it. I mean, it has inspired so many movies and just songs. I mean, everybody knows the song, right? Well, let's let's talk about that. You should sing it. Yeah. No. (laughs) If you've heard the song once, you, you got the tune, basically. When did the song start? You know, um, when did the song start? I mean, at what, the first note. I mean, I know that a lot of people have covered it, and I'm from Austin, Texas, so uh, my friends asleep at the wheel are clearly the town favorite. You're friends with asleep at the wheel. I'm friends with everybody who's famous. Shut up. What? So th- then it's okay. like so. So that's what I know, but it's been out there through tons of artists, tons of artists. But I don't know where it started. Bobby, I'm going to say that troop, troop. Troop. That's how I'm going to say mm-hmm. it. Okay. So Bobby Troop wrote it. And I thought this was the coolest thing because basically um, he wanted to head to Hollywood to try to be famous as a songwriter. Uh-huh. So he packed up his car and his wife and they got in the car and they started driving to Hollywood and he was trying to write songs along the way. And they took US 40 most of the way. <laughs> so he started writing a song about us 40 us 40 <laughs> well, how, how well that's did, just no fun i, I know like it just doesn't Nothing sound very fun. good you can imagine what that would be like. right what it r- rhymes with that 40. sounds like a song shorty. i would write shorty. <laughs> <laughs> going to cali with my shorty yeah. going like, 40 yeah. <laughs> it's more of a rap anyway <laughs> so I, i'm um, pretty sure what raps wasn't invented then he uh, admits that it was actually his wife mm-hmm. in the car who came up with get your kicks on Route 66. So from there. But they stayed on Route 40. Well, then they did Route 66 for part of the way, too. But okay. Okay. The song shifted. So mm-hmm. wife, wife saved it. Good. Um, but we don't know her name. I I did at one point. I didn't write it down. Oh, we need to get the and name. That was his first wife. Yeah. <laughs> Once he got to California, he started changing. Well, but he, he wrote the yeah. song and the whole, I mean, like the whole rest of the trip. So mm-hmm. basically okay. it was like a 10 day trip. So the other thing that I thought was really cool about this song. So, of course, it's been covered by everybody in the world. Uh, Nat King Cole did like the second and one of the other most famous versions. The Rolling Stones did a version that yeah. was considered like one of the best rock and roll songs ever and it's mm. apparently one of their most requested songs at concerts really, really? i know isn't Stones? that crazy out of all of their songs huh. route 66 that just is seems one there's of, something wrong with that with, with the world okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay guys link in the show notes or just google it i mean really no i want to know what everybody's 
favorite cover of Route 66 is because, I mean, to be completely honest, I thought Nat King Cole was the original. Then all. Right. The original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know. So mm-hmm. I learned a lot. And then Natalie Cole did it too, right? Mm-hmm. And John Mayer. John and- Mayer? Yeah. And uh, Glenn Frey. Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry. I always, Fry. I always say Fry for Like some a French reason. Fry. When you're yeah, I say French Fry though. Well, Bobby Troop went to Hollywood, made some songs, kind of became famous, became an actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why didn't, I guess... He didn't have his wife to be a songwriter. Yeah, he, he ditched her, and then he. No, I have actually have no idea. Right. I'm not putting he that did, on her. He did uh, ditch her, I guess. She she um, left Route 66, <laughs> um, and he picked up and he picked up uh, another lady who he actually starred in emergency the TV show Emergency with. So the oh. nurse in Emergency was his second wife, and she's actually okay. I've never heard of Emergency, and uh, I never have either. Well. There I've heard go. of Mash and Dragnet, which yep. he was in. Yeah, he was in Mash. Never, what was he in Mash? He, he only appeared like once, once or twice. As oh, a, so he was probably like a, a soldier, uh, a driver of some sort. I think. <laughs> Somebody laying on the table. Somebody in the military. I could do that. <laughs> Dying person two in this episode. <laughs> All right. So Route sixty six, like the song itself. Uh, there's a lot less lyrics than I remember. Like it's a mm-hmm. pretty. It's pretty short, pretty concise song, but it took him 10 days. The whole thing is just kind of, we're going to this town and this town and this town and straight over here. Yeah, but what a great swing song. The only state that doesn't mention any cities, like the only state slash cities that are left out of there is Kansas. Because there's nothing. Oh. Oh, are we going to hate on Kansas no, again? We no, can't. no, no, we don't hate we on Kansas. Can't. Okay, it's just, just interesting. It that was, it was interesting. Left off. So it goes across, or it did go across, eight states, mm-hmm. and Kansas is left out of the entire song, and it's the only state not represented. And it apparently it just cuts through the corner, okay, of Kansas. Oh, so like I guess Maybe Mr. Bobby was like. There's no cities Beep, there. Kansas. Work. You know? Forgot about it. <laughs> well, like, maybe he didn't even know he was in Kansas. Like, maybe he was in and out of it before he His was, wife like, was he was writing a different stanza. And it's just uh, like. He was asleep. Yeah. <laughs> he blinked and missed Kansas. I don't know. But it's the only state not mentioned in the song. The, the other thing that I just. I literally was sitting at my desk researching Route 66 and just like giggling is like when he rhymes St. Louis with Missouri. Oh, <laughs> like just do it, just do it I, right now. St. Louis with Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is a stretch, Bobby. <laughs> Louis Missouri. Louis Missouri. Yeah, like I'm renaming my whole family so I can rename my son Louis Missouri. <laughs> it's just like I can just imagine him in the car and just being like, ah man, nothing else rhymes. I'll just change this one word <laughs> yeah and you know there's a whole lot of songs out there that reference places on route 66 or maybe somewhat about it like uh take for instance one of the big ones winslow arizona what song do you oh think yeah of? well that's the eagles yeah. yeah take it easy by the eagles cadillac ranch by bruce springsteen i mean that's Which, literally i don't know if you were recording but pj and i both have lived in texas for a very long time and neither of us have been there we have driven by and driven by and pointed and said, wow, there's Cadillac Ranch. I've never wow, been there. look, there's I'm Cadillac so Ranch. But we've never myself. actually turned off and gone there. All right, what else? Amarillo by morning. I know your morning. dad's been there, but mm-hmm, we haven't. Mm-hmm. Heartland by Amarillo you too. Amarillo by morning. Up from San Antonio. Yeah, well, that's it. Oh, those are the only words I knew. Thanks for. Everything I've got is just what I've got on. 
Oh, yikes. <laughs> I bet you smell bad. Well, he's a rodeo <laughs> cowboy. Oh. That's what the song's about. Of course he is. He's George Strait. Uh, something like, uh, I ain't got a dime, but what I've got is mine. Uh, Y'all should I, see Clint's thinking face right yeah. now. I know. <laughs> really? <laughs> I ain't rich, but Lord, I'm free. Amarillo by morning. Amarillo's where I'll you be. You notice he's not singing this. No. No? <laughs> he I'm is not, not singing this. Right. Why would I do that to George Strait? <sighs> That's true. The only thing that people remember about Amarillo is stopping in Big Tax and eating rattlesnake. I want to eat a rattlesnake. No, oh, we could probably arrange this. Mm. I'm like, I've turned into like some kind of weird adventure nut. Yeah, like, I so want to do all the things. I want to like right. jump off cliffs and eat weird things. Like, just put me on an episode you know, of Survivor. I'll do one out of two. How about we, how about we do that? <laughs> one out of two. How about we find a way to start you a Lindsay's uh, extreme a YouTube and, and whatever presence, and maybe send you places to do stuff. Maybe we could like buy me a GoPro. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. Okay, children. Put a bird on it. Okay, but I just learned about 30 minutes ago before we started recording uh-huh. that there is a Spotify playlist. There's some p- Spotify playlist. What I actually have a link for here is actually this long. Let me let me turn this computer. I'm so excited. I love a good Spotify all playlist. Songs. <gasps> oh to my do god. Your no, no, drive. that's too many songs. My well, brain hurts. You know, I need a Route concise Spotify a playlist. Long way if you were going so, to drive route 66 what songs would you put on your playlist that's probably 200 songs uh maybe even more maybe more yeah if you were to drive route 66 what songs would you put on your playlist gosh i don't know uh, i wouldn't put any on my playlist i would google route whatever 66 this is yeah songs. i would yeah. let spotify do the and work i would say me. teach me Okay. It would be so fun. I mean, don't you think Born to be Wild is one of those? No. Anything? No? No, that's just motorcycles. Well, but that's what a lot of people think of when they think of those old, like Easy Rider, the movie and all that. You think of that type of stretch of roadway, that kind of deserty scene. I guess. I guess. Yeah. It's kind of this, Route 66 to me is just more quirky and fun and historic from 40s, 50s, 60s kind of feel. That's what it feels like to me. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, and there's so many cool places on Route 66 that are still open that you can visit that kind of bring back that culture. I mean, what it got so notorious just for the fun things you could see and do. Okay. Uh, not obviously we talked about Cadillac Ranch and what about that what is it a 72 ounce steak you could have at the Big Texan or mm-hmm. whatever? And mm-hmm. Amarillo. Mm-hmm. What other quirky places? Those those TP uh motels. They had several of those. TP motels. I don't know about that, but I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, I don't think any of them are in operation anymore, but they were just roadside motels that were TPs. Well, one of the famous things is Giganticus Hedicus. That which have is, you heard of that? Yes. So it's it's the big. It looks like it should be in Hawaii. That big head statue just in the middle yeah. of the heartland. It it is a giant fourteen foot tiki head. That's what I was looking for. Tiki. Yes. Who in made it? Wallapai, Arizona. Yeah, but it's not that old. It hasn't been there very long. Really? Look it up. Okay. Well, you look it up. You have the computer. Well, okay, dear. but my okay. <laughs> I thought it had been there for a while. Giganticus Hedicus. But like why? Someone just built it? 
Is it like the world's largest frying pan? Like there's no point. Well, it's kind of like yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that is on. Get people to drive by so they you eat at your diner. cook in it. Giganticus Hedicus, a 14 foot tall tiki style head created in 2003 and 2004 Aww. by local artist Greg Arnold. That is so disappointing. Uh, I will not tell Greg Arnold that. <laughs> he, PJ he is very disappointed in you, Greg Arnold. He can't help that he was born when he was born. No, but I guess it's something that's there now that you can see. All right, what else? How about the Cozy Dog Drive-In? Mm, it's is, the home to the original hot dog on a stick. Oh, so not it's not a drive-in for dogs. <laughs> and not cozy Also, either. a hot dog on a stick is called a corn dog. Right. Hot dog on a stick? What's a hot dog on a stick? I mean, does it, it have cornmeal on it? Oh, my God. <laughs> Does it not? Is it, oh my God. Is Simone's going to be so happy. Is it a, <laughs> a naked corn dog? Just like a, a corn, corn dog? dog on a stick? Okay. Oh, we need to research this. <laughs> okay. Wait, what else you got we don't on care the about the of- drive-in. We just <laughs> really need the... Yeah. All these are in Arizona. What's up, Arizona? There's a lot going on in Arizona from this time. They're like, it's hot. Let's do weird stuff. They don't have a lot to do, okay? (laughs) We're already hallucinating from the heat. Let's go and build something. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I like about what I picture from this time? I wasn't there. I haven't driven it. But I picture this as being one neat community. This, This road and all those experiences tied people together. And I mm-hmm. think that that's really cool. Um, you had all these mom and pop shops, all these fill up stations and weird motels mm-hmm. and quirky art and all that. And the cars didn't move as fast then and they couldn't go as far then. So you're mm-hmm. kind of forced to have this shared experience with everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. That's right. That's right. And and the world moved so much slower. Uh, those were the people that you counted on to take care of you when you mm-hmm. were traveling. Um, you didn't have a membership card and you just dropped in wherever the membership took you. Yeah. Um, we didn't have the state park system that we have now. Yeah. Um, and I think that this this time period that this became a thing really informed what we came to know as road trip etiquette, really, because right, you would have right. people who would, who would pull over and help you, you know? You know, more RVers should take that that stance of just traveling slowly helping each other moving from town to town i mean there are people that still do that mm-hmm. and mostly they're rv travelers it's who are true. just enjoying it's the road true. they have you a, know, a different time schedule a yeah. different influences on their decision making how about this Tucumcari, new mexico uh the blue swallow motel what a name was built in 1939, and it is known as the friendliest hotel on Route 66. Really? Because mm-hmm. I was thinking Blue Swallow kind of reminds me of that uh, coconut drink from Sonic <laughs> that you get in Route 66. That's ocean water. Ocean water in a Route 66 cup. Ocean water. Blue swallow. swallow it. Ocean water, Blue Swallow. <laughs> That's right. Who knows? What did you... I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. He, I'm yeah. sorry. I think you just... Have, Strange dots there. I have a, I have a crazy story about Sonic drinks. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm trying to talk about the Blue Swallow Motel, the friendliest motel on Route 66. Okay. Yes. In Tucumcari. And who doesn't want to go to Tucumcari? It's famous from another song. Uh, Tucumcari. It sounds so familiar. Just give me a hint. No. First letter. Hum it. I think it's J.D. Souther's song. Is it? Just hum it. I don't know it. 
No, I don't know because yeah, it'll be recorded. No. Yes. Clint, we'll cut it out. Weed, whites, and wine. And you show me a sign. Hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you got to go to Tucumcari to the Blue Swallow Motel. It's stucco. It is the original motel from 1939. Kind of makes you go, ooh. Yeah, I was and about then, to say, ooh. Yeah, Same maybe, sheets, too. Maybe. Same sheets, too. <laughs> but anyway, I think it would be cool. How, what makes you a friendliest hotel? Is Who it like the Chick-fil-A knows? of it's hotels? All <laughs> yeah. it, it's all puffery. Marketing puffery. You can get away with saying almost anything. I know, right? <laughs> Why haven't we marketed as the friendliest RV dealership well, in so Texas? How about the Wigwam Hotel in San Bernardino? In Built in 1949. But it's and like that's not that friendly. Is that the TPs? It's not that's that friendly, though. Well, maybe not. but <laughs> And it's, and it's but, old school cultural appropriation. This motel is a great example of the fanciful tourist attractions once designed to host Route 66 what travelers. What happened to your voice? Well, I she was reading, <laughs> reading the caption under the Wigwam Hotel. If I said it in my voice, it would sound way too stupid. <laughs> so if you're going to look stupid, just go for it. So I don't know. I just This is all in cool Arizona. Places. That's in California, the Wigwam Hotel. Oh, okay. So... Yeah. So, PJ, you said that your vision of Route 66, when we talk about it, is is one thing. And I kind of have a different vision. You know, I've, I have more of the highway, like I said, easy rider kind of vision. Where, yeah. What informs your vision? I have of, no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I, d- I didn't know. Lindsay, do you have anything kind of like, what do you think of when you think Route 66 other than Sonic drinks and what? Sonic drinks in the movie Cars. Like, honestly, like that's the song, Sonic Drinks Mm -hmm. and the movie Cars. Uh And I guess I'm thinking I know Route 66 really had its heyday like the 40s and 50s. Yeah. So I'm thinking Lucy and Desi. Okay. Yeah. I don't don't feel like a feel a meandering traveling. Okay. I I guess I just don't feel like a, a strong urge to like. I, I don't see it as being that nostalgic. I don't know. I just don't. You have no emotional connection to it. I don't. Really. I, I don't have any emotional connection to it. Okay. What? What I think of is maybe the movies and TV shows that these that it's uh-huh. it's like had pop places. That's, yeah. So pop that's very stuff. you. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously, one of the big things that created the the like I said before the lure is the Grapes of Wrath from 1940. And and so of course that was a book, and then it was turned into a movie, and it was about that. And you were talking about the Great Depression and the Dust Bowl and all that, mm-hmm. kind of creating that big push to go west to find a future because there is no future here. We're dying, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And that's one part that started that community piece. All of us working together, trying to survive, and it became known as the Mother Road. Mm-hmm. Or it's true, yeah, that's true. Or Main Street USA because Which, it connected so many main streets across but, the nation. But that was Hemingway that called it that in The Grapes of Wrath. But Hemingway didn't write The Grapes of Wrath. I don't know. I never read it. It seemed boring. Yes. Steinbeck. Yes, you're right. Sorry. I was stuck. They're all the same. They're all old. No, actually, Hemingway and Steinbeck are very, very different. (laughs) Very different. I don't know how Uh, I got Hemingway. I'm going to read out a quick list of the various movies or shows that may have had something to do specifically with Route 66 or yes. place or places. And and as you read off this list, uh-huh. I will just give you a quick off air thumbs up or thumbs down if you, if you, if, of the movie. So watch okay. closely. Everybody watching, 
Okay. <laughs> Listen for the lilt in my voice. <laughs> All right, here we go. Grapes of Wrath from 1940. Easy Rider from 1969. Baghdad Cafe from 1987. Never, Never even heard, heard of that. that. No Country for Old Men, 2007. So good. Yeah, I, I remember that. that was, yes. How do you forget? Wow, that was good writing, good Whoa. acting. Craziness. That was 2007? Yeah. Wow. Still, wow. Long ago. Yeah. Mm. Here you go, Lindsay. You know you love this one. God, Little Miss Sunshine I from two thousand six. <laughs> I love that movie so much. All right, National Lampoon's Vacation from nineteen eighty three. That movie was that eighty three. Yeah, I was two. Route sixty six. I was, was talked about born. in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they, 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 they take Route sixty six. Yeah. How did I miss to that? To the Moose Land. Totally <laughs> didn't get closed. that. What is it called? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Starman from Starman 1984. Like the okay. David Bowie song? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it could be. <laughs> hey, Lindsay, I think that I we should know. find I... some of these for our um, for our rallies on movie night. <laughs> Starman. Starman. No one would show up. No one. No, what I... if it was just me singing Starman? <laughs> yeah, just show the labyrinth then no just one would show <laughs> <laughs> all right uh beneath the dark uh, from 2010 i never heard of that never w- heard of wild that. hogs is kind of that that oh uh, yeah they're driving no. motorcycles yeah yeah that was a mistake just a mistake I mean, I kind of want to see this mistake. Oh, it was Natural Born Killers from 1994. God, such a good movie. Was it? I and I it. actually hate movies like this. Okay. Like, I do not like murders. I do not like, I'm, I'm a big old baby. Natural Born Killers, the acting is so, like the story. Really? The, it's just. All right. I'll have to see it. You've never seen no. it? I'm the only one here that's seen Natural Born Killers right. and I literally hate murder movies. Wow. Okay. I'm definitely too much of a weenie to watch stuff like that. <laughs> I, am, I am too, but you have to see Natural Born Killers. Uh, okay. I, I think the last one here is The Outsiders from 1983. Uh, I haven't seen out- that either. You've never seen The Outsiders? No. Clint. No, I, it, it, I don't get outside much. Is it talking about Route 66 on The Outsiders? I think it's I think it's more like it involves a yeah, place Yeah, they, tra- they travel. Oh. That neck of the woods. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Oh my gosh, y'all. All right. Well, so I, <laughs> Sonic drinks. <laughs> I wonder. So I I didn't even look up the history of like why did Sonic name it Route sixty six because they thought it was iconic and memorable, so they did it. And okay. Sonic is a pretty old company, so they yeah. they had a lot yeah. of connection to this time period and the roading the road trip. Oh, kind of that mindset. makes sense. Okay, because yeah. you're in your car. Uh-huh. Yeah, Clint yeah. made us look up old Sonic commercials the other day. Oh, I've yeah. seen every commercial Sonic has made from 1978 on. Well, because I was recalling the Richie. He kept Valley. saying Richie Valley, but, ri- but it wasn't Richie Valley. It was. Uh, Val- right, Fra- uh, Frankie, 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 Val- Valley. Frankie, Frankie v- Avalon, Avalon. There it is, <laughs> Frankie Avalon. <laughs> and we oh, watched so gosh. many old Sonic Man. commercials trying to figure out who their spokesperson used to be. Yeah, it, it's yeah. not Richie. So, <laughs> so back to the question of would you have any desire? I don't think Lindsay does. I think we got, got her vote. She has no desire I, to actually do stop. this drive. Stop. Do you stop? Stop. Stop. I literally wrote on the paper seems pretty boring when we were (laughs) Uh (laughs) talking, but like now we had this whole podcast and like now I'm kind of into it. 
Okay. Now that I hear there's a Spotify playlist, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, that's. How do we start at Cadillac Ranch? The sp- yes, the Spotify playlist. I need to see Cadillac Ranch, and some of these things you named off uh, sounded really cool, like the big old head, and like. Okay, but w- I didn't name anything between Amarillo and Chicago. Yeah. I mean, there's the Arch in St. Louis, uh-huh. but what else is there that's kind of north? Well, like I don't. Of I'll just do part Amarillo. of it. Yeah. I say Amarillo to California. Yeah, I don't know. I might stop in like Tucson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stop. Absolutely. <laughs> and come back because well, I don't want to be Museum. in L.A. <laughs> I don't want to be in L.A., so I don't want to go that far. Okay. So I'll turn around. Okay. So Petrified forest. The length of this is is approximately 2,278 miles. Of course, the path has kind of changed, you know, a little bit over time. If you're going to just drive it, they're th- they're saying you should probably take about two weeks to experience it i -hmm. couldn't i couldn't set aside that much time my my family would revolt but i can see doing it in sections you know yeah wait but it says a person needs to drive 45 miles per hour on average and it would be three hours and 30 minutes each day of driving that's it yeah First of all, I'm going way faster than 45. Not on some of those sections of, of road. Some, some of it has reverted Maybe back Maybe on to Route 40, <laughs> but we're talking Route 66. And like three and a half hours of driving, that's what I did to work and back every day. It is. Like, <laughs> done. Before you moved, that's true. Yes. Of so course, like, it was stop and go traffic. It? Yeah, you could totally do this maybe. I could totally do this, maybe. But maybe, <laughs> but maybe we should. Do, I love the confidence. But here's it. Maybe we should do. have you do a Dumb and Dumber style on a moped. <laughs> Only with the soundtrack in the background. No, I thought you meant Dumb and Dumber style with the dog van. No, they sold that to get the moped. I know, but like, I'd rather have the dog van. Fine, fine. Dog van it is. Do I have a GoPro? (laughs) If I have a GoPro, I will drive whatever. Strap it to your helmet on your moped. That is. ah, I could do that. Okay. Okay. I could do this. Let's go. Very cool. Very cool. PJ, would you do this? You already told us that one segment would be your thing. Oh, no, I'm going alone. Yeah. Okay. I I totally would do that. I think I'd Mm -hmm. do segments. I think I'm actually more interested right now in the Trans-American Trail. What? That's a different podcast. It's a totally different podcast. It's a different roadway. Hey, you're getting a call from Spam Likely. uh, Yeah, from Burnett, Texas. Mr. Likely. (laughs) And gosh darn it, Spam likes me. (laughs) Okay. But did you know that in 2018, they uh, designated first sections of the U.S. bicycle Route 66? So you could do this on a bicycle, Clint. Uh, well, that, that harkens back to way back when they launched the actual Route 66 at the front end. Mm-hmm. They established its its importance and its, its mindset by having a road race, a foot road race. What? What? From LA to New York and the majority of it was on the newly established Route 66. That's what? just dumb. Something like oh, 80 oh. something days. Why? Like, like you ran to New York? Yeah. From LA? Yeah. And they had like over 150 <laughs> runners. And no. I don't know. Yeah. No. You can say no, but it happened. You can say no. <laughs> but he Googled it. And so they ran. How many people finished? Well, Forrest Gump was one. No. And... <laughs> 
Which, he even made t-shirts. Which, by the way, for, that Forrest Gump <laughs> running thing, thing, I think was is that Route 66? Ref, I think that's a part of Route 66. Uh, we'll have to look no. that up. Why do you say no to everything I say? Because I think you're just making... <laughs> you're <laughs> making she shit knows up. you're full of... <laughs> <laughs> you're just making it up. Foot race, route... But it is part of the U.S. bicycle route system now. Okay. Or route system. Real, real In quick. Kansas and Missouri, if you want to ride a bike. Oh, my goodness. All right. Yeah. Route 66, great transcontinental foot race winner from 1928. Was it Mr. Likely? 1928? Mm-hmm. Was it Spam Likely? <laughs> <laughs> He's calling in to be a guest on the show. Yeah. Yeah. On March 4th, 1928, over 275 runners began the grueling odyssey. And how many people finished? Oh, no. Scroll. Four. Ooh, the prize was $25,000. Oh, my gosh. Back then? Yeah, that's that a lot of money. That would buy everyone in your family a house back then. Yeah. And people had big families. Yeah. <laughs> All 10 brothers and sisters. Uh, I don't see on this website how many Doesn't finished. Doesn't see how many finished. But I think it's something like 50-something finished. But one guy won. Yes. What was his name? A uh, 20-year-old from Oklahoma, Cherokee Indian Andy Payne. Andy Payne. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. That's I mean, cool. like, I did a lot of research on Route 66 and I never came across this. That's very cool. Yeah. Foot race to open the the whole thing. Okay. So, should we talk about a couple of campgrounds that I found that were Why cool? not? Yeah, because I, I want to hear if, about it. If Lindsay's committing to doing this route, then she needs to know where to park. I think oh, she I'm knows. Oh, I'm not stopping. The rest of us don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stopping. I'm doing all of it. No, I'm just kidding. All right. I'm these may be like a little bit. I tried to do it in root order, but I think I actually messed east it up. East to west or west to east? I don't know. We're starting in Illinois. Okay. Oh, cool. East to west. And then to Texas. So, yeah. Oh, and back to Texas. <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're all over the place. Uh, we're going to start in Illinois with Lincoln's new Selena historic site. Okay. Does this have anything to do with Selena? Selena's. No, it doesn't. Okay. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. That's the name of the town. Okay. Um, also, it's S-A-L-E-N-A. That's not the same at all. Not no. Selena. Salina. Ah. Um, Sal. Apparently, this is a really, really, really cool park for history buffs. They literally have uh, reenactments. Whoa. And of like, what? like period pieces. Lincoln spent a lot of his time growing up at this park and hmm. in these places. So, it's kind of like a come see how people used to live mm-hmm. back in these times and also these places where Lincoln used to hang like out. It. So, like, it's a really cool place for history buffs. They're like build log Clint. cabins together. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> Lincoln logs, Lincoln logs, Lincoln logs. It sounded very boring to me, but I'm sure it'd be great for you. <laughs> Um. Oh God, I'm gonna butcher these names. Hualapai Mountain Park in Arizona, H U A L A P A I. So it's so funny because Route 66 is like desert, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like mostly with the cherry on top, right? So this is the this is one of the places that I found that. You can, it's not desert. Oh, it's an oasis. It's not desert. It's kind of a mountain park. Okay. So elevation from 4,000 to 8,000 feet. Okay. And so it's great for hikers. It's great for mountain bikers, people who want a little elevation, cooler temperatures. Now, I know you have me pegged for the other place, but can I go here too? Yes. Yeah. 
But that's the only two places. <laughs> well, may I note that if you said you tried to do them in order, we jumped a whole lot. I know. That's what Over I just 66. said. I was like, we started in Illinois, then we went to Arizona. So like, oops, I I had an arrow here, but then that's just... It's okay. Next, pause and rewind the podcast. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> just edit around, okay? So as far as landscape, that place really looked like the most diverse. And all of these places, once again, are anywhere from 10 to 25 miles off of Route 66. Okay. Because you got you, you to gotta see the world. You got to go sideways a little bit and, unless you want a KOA. Um, Owl Canyon or it's called Rainbow Basin in California. Lots of off-road, primitive camping. Uh You have to bring your own water, but it's supposed to be an amazing place to see wildlife. Can I go camping there too? All kinds of stuff. Ooh, I want to go there. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) These places are for everybody. (laughs) It's it's, uh, first come, first serve, find a place, but it's supposed to be a really cool place to see some desert wildlife and kind of be by yourself. So that seemed really cool. Another place in California is Malibu Creek State Park. They have volcanic rock formations. They have amazing views. It was kind of like rolling green hills with like a lot mm-hmm. of Route 66. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just very desert, very brown. Very cool. They have like a, a Indian reservation there. So like they have a lot of historic Native American cool, stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um and of course, there's Paladura Canyon in I Texas. I love that place. Which oh, it's so awesome. Is overlooked for the Grand Canyon sometimes, but yeah. the Paladura Canyon is also a pretty cool hole in the ground. It is. I, I, I think we've talked about this on the podcast. Don't do it in the middle of summer. Oh, it's no. too hot. Don't do it. Yeah. But, but if you don't do it in the summer, you don't get to see Texas, which is their outdoor play. With the history of Texas. I think Texas. that they go a little bit into the spring and a little bit into the fall. I've done, I've camped know. in the bottom really? of Paladuro in the middle of summer. And it's, 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 it's more Paladuro cauldron. <laughs> but we're talking uh, big cliffs, uh, uh-huh. colorful yes. canyons. Oh, beautiful. Great colorful wildlife. Canyons, Just beautiful. Uh, horseback riding mm-hmm. dream. Yeah. Rattlesnakes. Rattlesnake dream. Mm-hmm. Just, and, uh, you could kill it and eat it and... Uh, be a part of whatever big tax, big tax, the circle of life, the circle of. But it, but <laughs> honestly, guys, if you do put that on your list ever, you need to try to work around uh, the outdoor play called Texas. Mm-hmm. Look it up; you'll see it it's everywhere. Good. But it's, it's I mean, they herd cattle through the play, it's fun. And mm-hmm. horses, and it's just very cool to watch this huge production. It's kind of like Oklahoma of the Texas better because it's Texas. Yes, of course. <laughs> the last place I Sorry, have, Oklahoma, <laughs> is Onondaga. You're doing great. I like how I'm just staring at you like you know the answer, but you don't. O-N-O-D-A-G-A Cave State Park in Missouri. And basically, it just looked like a really, really cool park with really cool caves. Yeah. Some monster stalagmites and stalactites. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's in Missouri. And it's in Missouri. Because there isn't a lot of other things in Missouri. There's a lot of things in Arizona and nothing in Missouri. <laughs> and so, we're not going to mention Kansas, apparently. Uh, sh- <laughs> just a corner just of Kansas. Just a corner. Just take a nap during that part. <laughs> 
I, those are some of, I mean, it was kind of overwhelming once you get off the beaten yeah. path of all the parks. So if you have any suggestions, I would love to hear them. But those are some of the places that I found. And we'll, I'm sure, put links to all of that in the show notes if you need to recap because I didn't pronounce things you know correctly. Because <laughs> you can't find them. I think, I think we need to get you some inspiration. If anyone listening has done any section of Route 66 with your RV and you've camped or traveled or you've done anything at all, share some photos or your story or something like that on our Facebook group. RV Small Talk. I do need community. some inspiration. Convince yeah. me to go, audience. Yeah. Convince In me. In fact, I want you all to start a, a change.org petition. <laughs> <laughs> Just take selfies of yourself yeah. with your Route 66 Sonic drink. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I think that you all need to organize a trip with Lindsay. Down yes. Help me. No, I'm not going by myself. Yeah. That's a hell no. <laughs> That's a new slasher movie. That's a no. <laughs> Somebody's got to come with me. So I like oh, it. Man. I like this has been fun. Oh we're, my god, so much fun. We're not good at doing these researchy kind of no. we, yeah, we kind of suck at researching. <laughs> but this was fun. And there's so many different parts of it, like pop culture, mm-hmm. history, uh things to do along the way. And you know, it's part of camping in Texas and uh, camping in the United States and our history. So, happy July 4th everyone. That's right. And happy go out July there. Happy July 4th. Get your kicks on Route 66. But um, And while you're at it, don't forget that we have other show notes on rvsmalltalk.com. We're always there for you on the community on Facebook. That is RV Small Talk Community Group on Facebook. Hit us up with questions, comments, answers, photos, Route 66, uh, Sonic discount coupons, you name it. We'll take it. <laughs> We're here. At... Uh, questions at rvsmalltalk.com don't forget we go live every noon central time every (laughs) don't forget we go live every friday at noon central time on facebook on our rv small talk page so if you have a question for us want to join us live we're usually talking about something super silly and random that's right come join us all right Well, I love it. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We will see you next time. 